BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Transportation is a way for anybody with a couple bucks to travel around. Used by billions of people every year. Is it a safer, more convenient way to travel? Or an inconvenient germ hub? Do people look at you differently when you take public transit? Or are they missing out on human contact? We're talking all things buses, trains, ferries, and trams on this episode of The Brighter Side. Yo! Public transit. Honk, 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 honk. Honk, honk, honk. Very nice. Yes, I, I, public transit's near and dear to both of our hearts, I, I don't have a car. You don't have a car. I don't have a car. Fuck cars. Fuck right, cars. Right in their stupid tailpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn stupid cars running around with the gasolines. Plug it into shit. Uh, I can't imagine, like putting my key in the ignition and turning it on and then backing out of a driveway? Oh, yeah. I what can't. a nightmare. <laughs> I can't imagine. Because <laughs> I'm like, we'll get into it later, but I'm dog sitting right now. And, uh-huh. and my friend was like, you can use my car. And I just looked at the car. I have a license. I know how to drive, but I yeah. just looked at the driveway and like the roads. And I was like, no. <laughs> No, I'll take the two-hour transit to get to work today. I love that. I look like a raggedy little witch. Well, uh, before we get started, uh, the show uh, comes out on Fridays. As you all know, every Friday the show comes out. But So if you're listening to this on Friday, know that Monday... Is Amber's birthday. That's right. Yeah. Show her some love, would you? Yeah. Make sure you go wish her a happy birthday on social media. Amber Smelson across the board. And how about this? At Amber-Nelson-6 on Venmo. (gasps) Eddie. Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. People can make their own decisions. This is me. Amber had nothing to do with this. I'm just saying, you want to throw in some cash for her birthday? She's watching someone's house far away. The two-hour transit is tough. You know, maybe she could take an Uber to hang out with us on her goddamn birthday. Maybe. We'll see. But it's also Ed and Julie's the day they said, I love you to the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus was very involved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, July 3rd, Amber's birthday. Do her a favor, join her Patreon. It's her birthday. Patreon.com slash Amber Smelson. Uh, Amber Smelson across the board for everything. Make sure you give her a follow, a shout out, all that good Thank stuff. Thank you, Eddie. No problem. And if you want to hang with Amber on 
uh, July 5th, we're doing a Brighter Side Live on Twitch at a new time, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on the LPN Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash network, 6 p.m. on July 5th. And the reason we're doing it in, uh, at 6 p.m. and not 8 p.m. is because at 8 p.m., Amber is also going to be joining me on Classy Night Out uh, at the Pack Theater, 8 p.m., hosted by me and uh, Henry Zabrowski. And we got a lot of guests on this show, Julia Johns, Brian Moses, Jackie Zabrowski, Holden McNeely, and of course, the vivacious Amber Nelson. Wow, I'll do all my jokes. Yes, do all your jokes. I don't even, you know, you do whatever you like. You okay. know, you do all your jokes. You could do two jokes. You could do the jokes you don't even have. You could do other people's jokes. It's your birthday. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Um, so if you want to get tickets to that, you just search Classy Night Out on eventbrite.com for tickets. Uh, if, if you're in the LA area, please come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you, uh, if you're going to see that show, you might as well stick around because afterwards there's a great sketch comedy group called Redacted and uh, go see their show at 9 p.m. They're wonderful. Uh, I just a couple of friends from New York are in that group. Hmm. Uh, Ronnie uh, Pasquale from uh, from The Pit. I don't know if you remember him oh, or not. Oh, I like him. He's a very sweet man. Uh, but yeah, so wish Amber, and Amber, I got you something for your birthday. What? Yeah, you're staying at this house all by yourself. You got nothing going on. Okay. So I got you a nice fancy <gasps> bottle of wine. Eddie! From, I was in Solvang last weekend. I did some shows at the Chumash Casino with Bumping Mics. And so I, I got, this is one of my favorite wines that I get when I go out there. I it's love a, it. It's a nice bottle. So don't waste it on me. Take it home. Okay. That's why I brought the shitty bottle. So we could drink that during the show. Thank you. And you know what I like best about it? It has a screw tap. Mm-hmm. So if I'm ever like, where's the bottle opener? Yes. <laughs> no, no need. It's already there. The wonderful Brander Company over in uh, Solvang. It's a, Whenever we go there one day, I'll take you to Brander. It's beautiful. It's oh. a very uh, Spanish feel. And they got like dogs running around in a little garden. Sexy with a bridge. Men. Oh, definitely sexy with Tight men. butts. Yeah, but I think they're gay. Oh, that's the, they have the tightest of butts. <laughs> they have the tightest of butts. Something about me, Ed, is every single time I see a guy at a party, I zero in and I'm like, you. And then he's just like, he kisses a man, like yeah, yeah, open yeah. mouth. He's I'm like, like oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, they take care of themselves. They're tan, yes. you know, dressed well. You know, I could see how, you know, I'd fall for a gay man if I was, you know, if I was that kind of guy. Yeah, you know what I think I might want, Ed, is what? I might be in a, maybe a polyamorous relationship with two gay men. I mean, that's not a bad idea. I kind of think that might be my life. That could be your life. I'm down with that. I don't know. If it makes you happy, you know, different strokes for different uh, dudes uh, jerking each other off. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Can I get to my brighter side of today? Oh, what happened today? Oh, your two-hour transit. So I had a two-hour transit. Tell me about it. So... It's just a lot and whatever, but the brighter side of it is, so I'm going to Germany in a couple months, Mm -hmm. and I've already had this sort of like plan of what I'm going to pack in my bag, and I have two different bags I'm thinking in my head. Okay. One is like a purple bag. It holds more stuff, but it's bad on my back. All right. And I was just like, I'll do the purple bag, and that way I can pack some nice heels and extra stuff. But just going to my friend's house today with my softer bag that's Mm -hmm. smaller, I was like, fuck that. I'm wearing this bag. Yeah. This bag. And I decided I'm like packing... Three outfits what? that I can mix and match and a bunch of socks and underwear. That's it? Yes. And I'm just going to fucking do laundry. Like, I'm you not. You don't want to be doing that much laundry on your trick. 
trip? I don't know. I just don't think I want to like ha- like carry around a bunch of stuff. I mean, maybe like a, you know, a backpack. I think we need a bigger backpack. I think maybe if you're going to go just a backpack, we need to make an investment on a like an army backpack. Or really? Something. Yeah. Okay. Because you're going to need some stuff. Because you're going to need at least one nice outfit. Am I? Yes. Okay. You're going to need it. Because I wanted one nice outfit to go to the opera or something. But yeah. then today, just going to my friend's house, I was like, fuck that. Boots and a dress. That's it. I think you're going to, if you get out there, you're going to be, you're going to regret not having at least one nice outfit. I thought that you'd be on board with like me looking like a little shambles woman. No. Why? I don't you're know. You're going to Germany. You're going to go clubbing. You're going to go, you're going to, who knows? If you do go to the opera, you can't just show up. I mean, you're representing America. That's right. You know, we got to have you you know we gotta have you your best face forward here okay you know what ed you're right yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm down with the backpack but we need another little easy bag you know because you're gonna need lots of underwear lots of socks you're not gonna want to spend your days off doing laundry who knows how hard that's gonna be when you're in the fucking black forest right i am you going know? to the black forest you know, so like- <laughs> i gotta wash it in the river yeah 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 like, we, don't, <laughs> we don't know what's going on and laundry in hotels can is really expensive. Really? Yeah. When if you have the laundry, if you, I mean, some of them have like machines you can go use, uh-huh. but like other ones you have to give them. And then like sometimes I've had it like it's like two dollars a shirt. That's you know? crazy. And so it, it can get really pricey really fast. I thought it was like a part of the service. No, 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 no. I found that the hotels also charge you to park there. What are they doing? A lot of, it depends on the hotel. What's not, going on? Not the Chumash Casino I was at this weekend. Okay. Street parking. Oh, well, it's a casino. They yeah, just, yeah, they just want, yeah, please stay here. You <laughs> stay here. It was, I didn't really like the casino that much, but I had a nice room and had a nice time. And uh, I, lo- I love a good excuse to go to Solvay. Of course. Uh, but yeah, no, you got to, yeah, I, I think we, I think we need some more, uh, yeah, you need to bring some extra, like load up. No, it's a, a good packing tip. Okay. Whenever I do this, because if you're bringing an extra pair of, you're probably going to wear your boots because that's like your biggest item, you know? So yeah. while you're traveling, while you're, it sucks to have boots going through the airport, you know, because it's heavy and shit like that, but they take up so much room in your bag. So you can put your, your, your slippers or whatever, you know, tiny shoes in the bag. But what I do with those is I'll put my underwear and my socks in the shoes. That's right, pussy forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the that's shoes. right. That's right. Yeah, so you can you can really save some space while you're packing. All right, I like. And that. on your way back, you could even you could squeeze a dirty shirt in there. Whatever you got, whatever you got to do. You know what? You're right. I shouldn't be doing laundry because that'll take like two, three hours of my time. I want to be at a museum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's going to be hard to find it. You're going to have to do laundry, but I don't want you to do too much of it. You okay. know. I would say if you could pack because you're going for over two weeks, I would say pack a week worth of clothes okay and then you're eventually gonna buy something too yeah i should have space if i want to get like a little haunted doll yes i was thinking a shirt or a dress you know but (laughs) 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 but if you want a haunted doll that's right you need a little extra space okay yeah know what's something i like to do when i know i'm going to be coming back with a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. is i'll take like a duffel bag i got the perfect duffel bag if you want to borrow it and then it, it, that like can is like a cloth one that can fold up real easy, and then you pack that. So when you come home, you and you have all this extra shit. It's easy to carry. All right. Yeah, I got I got a great bag for you. It was my gym bag when I was playing football, and it's just cloth, and it folds up, but then it, it expands real big. I was looking for that at Target, and they didn't have it. So I, I got you great. covered. I got you covered. You know, it's really fun. I was thinking today about how like sometimes we can do crazy stuff because we had a meeting today, and I was like, "Whoa, what we're doing is like wild," and like mm-hmm. you know, me going to I bought a ticket to Germany without even having a ticket back. Yeah, and I was just like, I kind of made it. Um, 
financially irresponsible for me to not follow through. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of crazy. But I'm also glad I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? We're going to die someday. God damn right. That's right. We're all a bunch of pre-corpses walking around. <laughs> Bags of haunted meat. Shall we get into jokes? Yeah, I got I wrote some jokes about public transportation. That's why we're talking about public transportation. Oh, but you never finished your 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 story about your two-hour journey. We just talked about Germany for two seconds. Oh no, my story was the brighter side is I'm gonna I was gonna pack a little duffel bag and oh. then be a gross woman for oh, two weeks. But then but... I shot you down. I'm, yeah. I'm very sorry. I'm very... <laughs> so I guess it's not a brighter side whatever i mean i think the brighter side is you 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 found something to be optimistic about <laughs> a two-hour fucking bus ride oh my god it really takes the shit out of you like it for really public does. transit and you then you sweat yeah and then you go to work and then you still have to give a hundred and ten percent oh my god and the worst is like you'll get on this train or the bus and sometimes the ac's broken yeah. or like the heat's broken in the winter and you're just dying in there yeah. Woo, i'm dying in here it's hot or like someone smells really bad mm-hmm. or like my bit because I know we, we had a pet peeve thing. But today on the bus, somebody did a um, I, was, I was I was playing Simon and Garfunkel in my headphones. But mm. this woman was like screaming on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been a Garfunkel fan. That's a good bus song, I feel like. I yeah, I listened to America by Simon and Garfunkel, also mm-hmm. Horse with No Name. Ooh, that's a great travel song. Yeah. Been through the desert on, on a horse, horse with, with no name. name. Good to be up on the rain. plane. The uh, plane or the rain? Good to be out in the rain. Oh. Na 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 I took public transit to go see America one time. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went out uh took the Long Island Railroad out to the um the I think the what's the there's like a theater in the round in Long Island. Yes. And I went out there and I saw America play and it was a lot of fun. I bet I love the Long Island Railroad. There was a while there in New York City that apparently the Taliban was gonna bomb the LIRR. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's always trying to bomb the fucking train, man. They ain't got the fucking sack. They usually fail. Uh, There's a lot. There's a surprising amount of uh, attempts. When I was working with the cops on um, Jeff Ross Rose Cops, uh, we were eventually uh, we we ended up doing it with the uh, with the Boston police. But originally, we're going to do it with the. uh, with the uh, New York police, but then there was a bunch of terrorist threats, and I'm like, we don't got time to deal with you. Yeah. Uh, but when the, for the little bit of time that I was working with the first precinct, I went in and watched one of those like roll call meetings where they're like, ah, oh, we got this part pairs at this, and that, and that. And they, and in the back, they have all the like the mug shots and shit, like on a clipboard. And uh-huh. it's just like a, you just flip up a bunch of mug shots of people you're supposed to look for. And then there was a second clipboard of dangerous items they found on the train. Uh-oh. And one of the things that I saw was like literally like three sticks of dynamite with a clock attached to it. What is it, like a, a Looney Tunes and bomber? And a fucking Macy's bag. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it like the dogs you see on public transit, don't they sniff, not drugs, it's just for things to They're, be moving? Yeah, in bags. There is such, there's such a thing as a suicide bomb a detection dog. I met wow. a couple of them and I was like, what was that? And he's like, it's a suicide bomb dog. And I was like, how the fuck does that work? And he's like, it detects moving parts inside of bags. Did the dog have PTSD? You wouldn't believe what I've woofed. <laughs> Give me another milk bone bartender. Yeah. And they, um, I went to the guy and I was like, well, I'm, I hope he's never found anybody. And he's like, you'd be surprised. And I was like, oh my God. 
Because they don't tell you every time they catch somebody. No, because then nobody would take the train. Exactly. I mean, you got to take the train. Fuck it. You know, I was like, the chances of it happening. Yeah. You know, and, you know that's the thing is if I die in some fantastical fucking weird ass bombing or whatever, it's just like, what are you going to do? Stay home all the time? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not even, you, you can't let the fuckers win. You know, it's, 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 you know, there's, it's, it's a random chaos and, you know, you just get on the bus. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. You can't live your life in fear because that's what the terrorists want. Fuck those motherfuckers. Um, jokes. Okay. We got jokes. You want to go first or second? Sure, sure. One time I overslept and woke up in a train graveyard. It was like that scene from The Lion King, but with more crack addicts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was at the, and Broadway, uh, the one, the L, right? Yeah, it goes yeah. way out there. Way out there. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've happened to me as well. <laughs> Man, I had a rough patch in my life where I would just drink after work, get on the get on the fucking train, fall asleep, wake up with enough time to go home and change and get back on the fucking train. Oh, my God. It was the, the where I was living hard, man. Fall asleep on the trains. A buddy of mine fell asleep on the train and woke up. Uh, someone had sliced the um the bottom of his pocket and took his wallet out because his butt was hanging off the seat while he was asleep. You know that skill. Yeah, that is that it is kind of impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my new roommate who's this guy who's always lived in California. Mm-hmm. And I said, Yeah, I used to live in New York and I would get like maybe two, three hours of sleep a night. And he's yeah. like, two, three hours of sleep a night. There was a there was a patch where if I got three hours, I felt good about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time I was saving up to go to Montreal to perform. And mm-hmm. that's the thing when you go perform there like yeah it's great it's wonderful but you got to pay your own way yeah. if you're a struggling artists who's got an extra five hundred dollars you know what i mean oh at least at least you know that's even just for the hotel room so i would straight up go to my day job and then go to mike's to like work on my act and then i would do overnight jobs like boxing packing up standing in lines people would pay you to stand in line and like wait mm-hmm. like at, starting at like 6 a.m or something and then go right back to like i would not sleep yeah no, it's a fucking nightmare, yeah. especially because you had to work to you know make no money. That's right. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I got a joke here. Um, riding a crowded subway car is a lot like group sex. It's dirty. Everyone's touching each other. And eventually someone gets kicked out for threatening someone's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's afraid they'll encounter a violent person on the subway. But it's not like violent people can't own cars. <laughs> What's scarier, a violent guy on the subway or a violent guy in a metal box flying 70 miles an hour? <laughs> That's a phenomenal joke. You like it? I was that's like, I great, think this is more like a fact. No, that's a great joke. I okay, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find every type of person on public transportation. Well, every type of poor person. Right. <laughs> that's right. It's a melting pot. 
<laughs> a melting pot from the dollar store in literally. plastic. Yeah. <laughs> like the pot's literally melting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every place people want to visit has excellent public transportation or is super walkable. No one is like, oh, I can't wait to visit Arlington, Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's mean. But I looked it up, and I'm sure Arlington, Texas is a great place to live, but they have twice the population of Tampa and zero public transit. Not even oh a bus. Oh, my God. Not really? even a bus, yeah. Twice the population of Tampa? Yeah, not even a bus. Not even a bus? Yeah. That is anti- Poor people. It is. But, That's fucking classist, man. I hate that shit. Yeah. Like, what, how do you expect people to get from point A to point B? I don't it's know. It's crazy. I did find it on Reddit, mm-hmm. so let me know if I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah. If you're if you are in uh, if you're stuck in traffic in Arlington, Texas, let us know. You know, public transit is great for getting from point A to point where am I to point what train did I get on again to point <laughs> oh shit is this express to point I'm sorry I'm like please don't fire me to point <laughs> unemployment <laughs> office <laughs> and you can take the bus there you can take the bus there oh man uh, you got any more I might have one more let me know okay I don't get why people are mad at public transportation. People like me are off the road, and that's one less car in front of you in traffic. That's like being mad the grocery store line isn't longer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the MTA is the Metro Transit Authority. And, you know, they run the trains in, right. in New York City. And I said uh, MTA actually uh, stands for uh, Mostly Tardy Arrivals. <laughs> it's a cute one. That's a cute one. It's a mostly tardy arrival. Yeah. So I think, you know, whenever I think of public transportation, obviously we have it out here in LA. Mm-hmm. I use it. You use it way more than I do. I like it. You know, it's, 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 you know, it could be better. It could be a lot worse. That's yeah. I'm sure. We could be living in Arlington, Texas. Amen. Where's not a single bus. Amen to that. But, um, I, but when I think of public transportation, I mostly think of New York City. Right. Cause they got, they got it all hooked up. And I think New York is the most, to me, uh, the best transit in America. Yeah. It's not great. It fails all the time, but it it's does 24 run hours. 24 hours. And yeah. I think that's so important, you know, because out here in LA, it's done at midnight. And, you know, as much as, you know, this train can get scary after hours, you know, some people work late hours, you know, yeah. and, and also drunk people. Don't you want them taking the train home instead of a fucking uh, Jumping in a car? Exactly. And there's people looking out for each other. Like, I was on the New York City Transit. It was late. I'm Mm -hmm. talking like 4 a.m., right? And we're all, I'm like coming home and I'm like groggy. You know when your head is just like falling asleep and you got to shock yourself awake? And these two guys, the train was like surprisingly kind of packed. And then these two guys were shoving each other. And I could tell that neither of them wanted to be in a fight, but they were like trying to man up and not pussy out. Yeah. And I just screamed or yelled, you know, in my powerful voice, like, you guys stop fighting. We're all going to get kicked off this train and we got work in the morning. <laughs> and they stop fighting. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing how like little practicalness can get you out of some situations. They're like, oh yeah. It, it was kind of like a thank God like yeah, someone yeah. said something. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah, like, they throw fists. We all have to exit the train. It's 4 a.m. Everyone's fucked. Yes. We're all fucked. You know, we got to empty, you got to arrest you. You know, like, you don't want to go to jail right now. Like, think about this shit for two goddamn seconds. Didn't you see a guy that had a gun fall out of his pocket? Oh, he, he was wearing sweatpants. Right. It was a kid. He was way younger than me. Uh, it was some little gangster who didn't know what he was doing. And he uh, and he had a, a wearing sweatpants and he had a gun fall. 
he stood up real fast and then the gun just like fell down the leg of his pants Whoa. and then out, out the bottom of his of sweatpants and onto the floor and, and then he picked it up. And I remember I've done this to people a couple times and been like, you should get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just, and he was just like, gave a head nod and was like- You should run. Yeah, you should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My God. Speaking of getting out of here, I was on the LA public transit. Okay. And so this guy comes up to me. I'm like minding my own business. And he's he's got these like weird eyes. You know how you can tell someone's crazy by their eyes? Amen. You just know. Yeah. And he's like says something to me and I, I can't hear him and I got my headphones in. So I'm like, what? And he like mumbles something. So I kind of like, I just said, okay. So I like, and I walk over to the door, the train door. Yeah. And so then he comes up and he says, hey, I was talking to you. And I said, uh, I'm getting out next stop. You know, yeah. And then I thought to myself, and I saw him go because you know how the trains have two separate doors to enter into one car. There's yeah. the first door and the second door, right? So I get the first door, and I see him go to the second door to get out. And I was thought to myself, and I'm glad I did. I said, I don't think this guy has anywhere to go. Yeah. And I think I just kind of denied him his manhood right now, mm-hmm. where I'm shooting him down, so he's gonna quote unquote find a way to get his manhood back, right? Yeah. Read, read between the lines there. So I like got out and I said, all right, look behind you. And if you see him, I think you got to run. So I just got out and I looked and I see him getting out. And I was like, all right, baby. Something in my body was like, run, run. And so I run up a flight of stairs, around a corridor, up another flight of stairs, across the street. I barely, like the light is changing from 10, 9, 8. I think I get it like the light at 5. I usually wait, but I was like, you have to go now. And I ran, I'm like out of breath because I'm just running up these stairs and across streets and shit. And like running on a treadmill and running when you're being chased are two different things. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, you get way faster when you're being chased. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. And so I go and I like kind of like and I catch my breath I'm like between two parked cars on the other side of the street and I see him fucking come out of the subway and he's looking around and he's asking somebody and I see his mouth say like you see that girl in green because I'd like on a green shirt Mm. and I was like oh my fucking God and I just like I, I just walked. I, I didn't run home because he'd see me. I just kind of like stood in the shadows and went home. Oof, trust your instincts on this. Always trust your instincts. I ran so fast. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it can be scary for sure. It can be scary. Yeah. Don't make eye contact. Yeah. No, never make eye contact. That's a New York skill. I, I feel like the L.A. people don't know that. No. There's lots of uh, eye contact. And, you know, I, you know, you learn you know, how to dodge some bullets in New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I definitely saw a guy jerking off on the subway in New York City. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. You know, one time I was on the train with Henry and uh, my buddy Tim, and the doors like opened, and there was this a guy, it opened to some guy with his dick out staring directly at us, like <laughs> right at us. And then the door shut, and we pulled away. It was like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. What do you think? Someone would be like, Yummy, a penis. I gotta suck it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hold it and I. Oh my God. This you is, sucked a dick. This is not for the, oh yeah. I, well, he went first. And then, and then I was like, right, please let me finish. Please. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember one time Holden and I were on the train, and uh, we saw if you're free squeamish. I'm sorry, um, but uh, we saw a uh, a guy puke into his hands and then eat it. Oh my god! Yeah, I just remember both of us just be like, we literally just started screaming the word no over and over <laughs> again. He's like, no, 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 no! stop it, stop it. 
That's, that's like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, heard. Yeah, no, it was awful. It's like it, dogs do that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a dog, man. And uh, there, there was another time I was on a chain, because I used to work, I used to have this job at the cheesesteak restaurant, where I would work until 4 a.m. And then I would take the train home dead sober with a bunch of hammered people. Oh. And nothing's worse. Yeah. You know, I, if you're also hammered, it's fine, you know, to be around a bunch of hammered people. But when you're fucking dead sober and you're around nothing but horrible drunk puking people it's the worst yeah and so i'd always like and i was super aware of my surroundings you know and all that shit because you know i'm sober and um i remember one time there was where we i was taking the train home and there was this uh like bachelorette party and the girl uh whose birthday it was or bachelorette she had a tiara on she was very sick oh. and she was just like and she uh she puked and she was holding it in her mouth and like in her hands and like she had her like her hand over her mouth and the puke like dribbling between her few fingers and mm. stuff and then everyone's like oh no oh no and then there was some other guy next to me <laughs> and he had like a CVS bag and it had like a magazine and you know like a candy bar in it and I was like hey man give her your bag and then he was like boo how am I I was like give her your fucking bag you know like, yeah. <laughs> like that. Well, how am I gonna get my candy ball home? <laughs> just like, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, she had something to puke in, and everything was slightly better. Woo. Yeah, but it's just like something—it's like a little common courtesy, you know. Like you don't need it; you can carry the magazine and the apple or whatever the fuck you had in there. Yeah, it's just like, what do you do? Like help this chick out. Let's help it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is during. You should help people out, especially elderly people. Oh my god, especially. Not, uh, you know, well. I go back and forth. Okay. Because, you know, obviously you give up your seat whenever you see an old lady or a pregnant lady, you know. Uh, an old man, yeah, I go either way. If oh. he's like super fragile, uh -huh. sure. But if he's like 70, if he's between 60 and 70, nah, man. Really? Fuck I would you, give up my man. seat Get and I'm a big misandrist. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the goddamn subway. Move out of town, you old bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make him stand on principle so he doesn't like taking the subway. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, I don't care. Oh my God. And then the other defense to that, you know, this is like, I guess this is the non brighter side, shitty side of Ed, where like I used to have this thing where it was like, well, I would just go on the train and I'd put my head down and my I'd shut my eyes. I'm like, well, if I don't see someone who needs the seat, then they don't get it. That's right. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, if I don't see it, then they don't get it. And so <laughs> I was, I was, I would always, if I was super tired, I would just like put, I would just put my headphones on and shut my eyes. And I'm very lucky though that I can live that life, you know, because you know I'm so large. It's all right. Yeah. You're doing good. Yeah, no, no. You're sure. a very courteous person. I am. I am. I've yelled at plenty of people on the subway. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember one time there was this old lady who was just like, you could tell she was like, you know, she smelled like money. You know, she never really takes the subway. And she and it was packed and she was being all snooty anytime someone touched her, you know. And it's just like, lady, you're going to get, you know, people are going to touch you. Not yeah. like grab her, her ass but like you know hit my shoulder hit her shoulder yeah and then she's like what are you doing you know like that kind of thing it's like we're on the fucking subway it's a it's a moving train underground like it sways like you're gonna get touched by people and then there was this like really nice younger like polish or ukrainian girl she barely spoke any english and the train hit a bump 
And she bumped into this old lady. And then the old lady was like, in this country, we say, excuse me. Fuck her. And I was just like, fuck you. I literally was just like, I was like, I was like, what is your problem? She's like, you bumped into me two times. I was like, yeah, we're on the train. Everyone touches each other. I don't want to fucking touch you. I was like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so mean? Wow. And then she was just like, I was like, you know what? I said, I just went, I just went off. She said something else that pissed me off. I can't remember what it was because I was just thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Uh -huh. And I just remember like, why don't you go back home where no one loves you oh, buddy. and then she was just like she's like my i have a husband i was like yeah and he's cheating on you i just started, like, I started going off and like, and like people were laughing at her and i was just like this old bitch thinks she owns the fucking world as i'm walking off the train you just like, hear people applauding that's so you funny and she had to just continue riding that train yeah and yeah i bet her husband was cheating yeah why do you think she's on the goddamn train oh my god yeah. i was on a packed train and this guy started having a seizure oh no and we were all like get him a seat get him a seat and this one dude he was like that motherfucker's faking it and I, we're all like oh you're being mean as soon as that guy sat down he was fine ah! <laughs> he was faking it it was just one tall dude one tall black guy with glasses on he's like that motherfucker's faking it i remember when i was on there was like a person asking for money on the train and then on the other side of the train was this lady she's like she ain't homeless I know her. She lives at Center. She lives in my building. Our address is this. She goes home and she does. I see her at the corner store all the time. She's like, <laughs> holy shit. That's a snitch right there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the guy that was blind and you go, my eyes, my eyes. My my eyes. eyes. Yeah, we talked about him on Roundtable a lot. He, um, Do you was, think he made it through COVID? Yeah. Like I, I mean, he, he, made, he it. made it through fucking getting his eyes burned out with acid. I think COVID <laughs> is the least of his problems. He's like, what's going on? I can't see the news. Yeah. <laughs> what's this mask thing? I don't care. I remember what, like, he was around for pretty much my entire time of, uh, of New York. Yeah. And I remember right before I moved out of New York, I saw him and uh, he was looking good. He was like, he got, he was, it looked like he was working out. He's like, his biceps were getting bigger. His clothes were a little nicer. But too bad he can't like, see it. Yeah, no, apparently, uh, yeah, he could see like kind of, but he had no eyes. So I don't know how he could see kind of. Yeah, he had no, my eyes, my, my eyes. My eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah they, they, and he would wear a um, news article on his chest. Yes. From, from the new, of what happened to him. And it was like somebody like beat him up and poured as sulfuric acid in his eyes and he was just you know like and then you know of course you know we have a horrible system in this country and so no one could take care of him after that and so he ended up being homeless and walking the subways you know begging for money but at the same time uh every, you know it seemed like people kind of took care of this guy that's good you know in a weird way you know like they did like people would give I give him money everyone got out of his way helped him through you know like a lot of times the blind people on the subway I don't care like how shitty of a person you are you like you, you helped them I helped so many countless blind people on the subway I yeah guide their arm up the stairs you know yeah, yeah you're going this way you're going south on the a train yeah you know like just make sure you know you count the stops you're at 14th Street you're gonna be get on the you're going on the express train so the next stops gonna be 34th Street you know you just talk them through it a little bit and they know or they wouldn't have left the house you know they, you know so it's just uh, strong yeah exactly but one time i saw some blind lady like screaming on uh on a subway platform like not knowing where she was oh and i, I had to like I, I got her on the right train in the right direction but it was just like i'm not gonna i can't take you home 
you know. No, like, wouldn't you just I hate to fuck be, her too? I hate to be that guy, you know, but it's just like, I'm not like, I'm not walking you all the way home. You know, you live in a different borough. Where probably. are her caretakers? I mean, I a lot of people don't have caretakers. You know, right? You know, and so it's a, it's a. You you see this on the subway. That is the other thing. The subway is the great equalizer. Like that old bitch that I was talking to. Like me and her were equals on that train. That's you right. Know? And so, um, but the thing is, you know, it's it's where like you know it's also a lot of people's home. You know, and so it, it gets it gets a little crazy down there. It gets a little. It gets you know not just like scary, but like sad. You know, yeah. and so, you know, cause you definitely, you know, there's no tents or anything. It's not like LA, you know, there's no, like, no one can really set up shop on the sidewalks. Cause people walk New York is too much, but you know, you'll like fucking, you'll see people just down there sleeping. You know, like if it's snowing like crazy, you yeah. know, that's what they have nowhere else to go. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And some people are straight up. I remember this one guy, absolute psychotic. Mm -hmm. He was a young, physically able man who would run around the trains and be like, give me fucking money. Yeah. Give me some money. And then I remember somebody giving him a dollar. He's like, fuck you, one dollar? What's that going to get me? I've seen that guy before. I saw him like a week later with a, like a bad black eye. And yeah. I was like, oh, you got what was coming to you. Yeah. You start screaming at people and like they try to help you and you put them down. Someone's going to fuck you up, dude. Yeah, but he definitely had like a split personality or some he shit. He got no. something going on. Yeah, no, he would always, I, I remember that guy. He was on the um, the F a lot. And uh, he, he would just be like, come on, man. He's like, what? You don't have one dollar? You want one dollar to help me out? And, and then someone like, gave him a dollar. He's like, fuck you, give me two dollars. Yeah, yeah, uh -uh. yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, there's, you know, there's ways to, but I, I feel like, uh, you know, the homeless thing, uh, the houseless, you know, whatever, however you want to say it, like that's a whole nother. Oh, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother thing. But right. public transit, it's a big part of watching because they can afford it. That's the whole, that's what's great about public transit mm -hmm. is that, you know, especially in LA, it's like a dollar fifty. It's very cheap. It's very cheap. You know, it's totally reasonable to get home. You can get anywhere for $1.50. It might take you two hours. Yeah, it might take you two hours. It takes, you know... Um, but here's the thing. LA traffic is so bad, it would have been 40 minutes without traffic. It, yeah. I checked on Google Maps. 40 minutes, no traffic. That's at that's almost two hours right there. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it'll take you a long time. You know, so take the train... You feel like a better, better person. I remember. Here's another, another uh, sub. I could, you know, we could do subway we could do stories all day. Um, but uh, there, I remember one of the craziest things. I think I've told this story before, but I was. It was right when I moved to New York, 
And I feel like everything crazy, most things that are crazy that are going to happen to you on the train happen to you in the first two years you live there. Right. Because then you, you don't see it. Yeah. After that, you, you like immune. you get blinders, you know, yeah. like you learn how to just ignore shit. And it's kind of like, oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking the, the E train to pick up my friends coming in from JFK. And so I told her I'd pick her up at the airport. And so I'm taking the E train out to the airport, but I don't really know how to do it because I just moved. And then, you know, so if you get on the wrong E train, it doesn't go to the airport. It just goes the opposite direction, deeper in the Queens. I've done that before and I was on there way too long. And so you didn't get a car out there. You just escorted her from the airport. Yes. Yeah. I was, yeah. Just being, I was, I was, I was like, yeah, we'll get you home. And then, uh, so I, but I went the wrong way on the right. E train. And then there was like all these like little gangster kids and they were like, nothing's scary to me than a pack of 16 year old hoodlums they got nothing to live for they don't yeah, know and they can't they don't really get in trouble that much if they get arrested before they're 18 no. and if i touch them i go to prison right. you know like and so it's just like you can't molest these kids anymore i'm at beat and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i remember so there was like there was like these like a bunch of they were on the train and they were just going crazy they were like trying to fight people they were like going around like pushing like they pushed some old dude like they were just being real aggressive no. and like i was like oh, i fucking hate this shit and then like so we're on the and it's an above ground train at this point because we're going out into the middle of nowhere queens and they open up the back door while the train is in motion and then just start like smoking a big old blunt right on the fucking train whoa that's how you get just you fall off it was crazy no they just had the door open and they were sitting next to it blowing the smoke out of it okay and like yeah we smoke blunts on a train we don't give a fuck we don't give a fuck fuck you old man and like yelling at the old man yelling like fuck you motherfuckers i'll fuck up any of you motherfuckers i'll smoke this blunt i don't give a shit i'm a fucking and then all of a sudden he's like i don't give a shit about nothing i'll fucking make out with my boy and then all those dudes just started like making out with each other and like what? smoking the blunt and like fucking kissing and shit. What? And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that is the ultimate fuck you because I wouldn't expect that to happen next. Yeah, you're just like, I don't, it's like, no, it's a hate crime. Like, uh, like, <laughs> like, I was just like, get me out of here. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to feel. I am on the, it's, I'm going the wrong direction. I'm wherever it is. <laughs> That's so funny. They just started making out, like yeah, heavy bunch kissing. Bunch of hard ass dudes just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll fuck his dick. I'll yeah. suck his dick. I'll, he, he can fuck my asshole. Yeah, fuck you. I'll show you what's up. I'll show you. <laughs> wow. Uh, you ever take the path train? The path. The one that went to Jersey? Yes, I've done it. I, I only take the trains and I know a lot of spots in New York from simply just doing shows. Yeah. That's it was basically if you had to do a Hoboken show or a Jersey City yes. show, you had to take the path. And that was a nice train. It was a nicer train. And Coulter took that train. <laughs> well, I, it's nicer sometimes. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but I mean, like, Ann Coulter's not going to take the E train out with all these kids kissing. No, you know I mean? no, no. She should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she should see that. That would fuck she would her brain would explode. She would go on Fox she, News like these children are kissing. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, you know she only she dates a lot of comedians. I Isn't saw her at the weird? stand. I met her at the stand. Yeah, she used to date uh, Jimmy Walker. Who's that? Dynamite. Oh, really? Yeah, she used to date Jimmy Walker for a long time. I think they were engaged. Oh. My favorite Ann Coulter fact because I had to learn about her uh, a lot for the Rob Lowe Rose because she was on that, which eventually became the Ann Coulter Rose. But the uh, I remember the one fact that I learned about her that uh, blew my mind is she's been engaged seven times and never married. 
Oh. Isn't that, isn't that like a wild fact about a person? That's pretty wild. <laughs> um, I will say that dating is hard. Yes. I don't agree with her politics, but mm. I will say that like, you know, I never want to judge. I don't know. I don't know. Dating's hard. And Dating's I, hard. I'm with sure. the I'm with the girls. Yes. Even if I don't like her, I'm with the girls. That's very I don't want to bash her. I'm not bashing her either. I'm just, it's, it's on just her Wikipedia page. Interesting. It's, on her <laughs> it's just a little something that's interesting. Um, so anyway, uh, one time I was taking the path cause there was like this really cool concert, uh, in Jersey city that I wanted to go to. It was amazing. It was Ryan Bingham. Who's this country star that I love and my morning jacket, Wilco and Bob Dylan doing like this huge set. Wow. And I'm like, I'm going to this fucking show. I listened to that Bob Dylan song, Black Rolling Stone. Oh, yes. I, I listened to that today, uh, taking the two hour transit and it was, it's fucking great. It's That's beautiful. a great pub, like a writing Travel song. Yeah, you had a lot of great travel songs. Yeah. This is great. Uh, but the, uh, uh, so I remember I was there, I was with my buddy and we were headed to this concert and we were so excited that uh, we, we ate we ate a bunch of mushrooms <gasps> and then we get on the PATH train and the PATH train gets stuck underneath the fucking Hudson River. No. Or is it the East River? No, it was the Hudson. And um, we were stuck under the Hudson for two hours <gasps> and then- the fuck and we had like just eaten our mushrooms like half like in between like switching from the l to the path and so like we slowly just start tripping balls in the worst place ever stuck under a river in like a fucking giant like what looks like a giant metal coffin yeah you know and so and then the air condition we lose air conditioning and we're just sweating and sweating no water there's nothing you're just stuck down there and everyone's like doing their best to play it cool you know, in those situations when yeah. you're stuck on the train for like hours and then everyone in there is like, you could tell like, is like slowly, like mentally breaking, but they know because it's a disease. Once one person breaks, then everyone else starts breaking, right. you know? And so everyone's trying to hold it together as much as possible. But like every once in a while, like someone punches a window, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, you don't know it's going to be two hours. You just think like, oh, another five minutes has gone by. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the power's out too. So there's no one like getting on the fucking telling us what's going on. Are there no lights? No, no, there was like, there was like, like emergency lights, you know, but like very dark. (gasps) And, uh, finally like a cop like comes into our car and says, what's going on. I'm like, okay. And someone fucking pries open the doors and jumps out and starts running down the tracks. Like, I could see that. And, so, and then we were stuck there because they had to go find this guy before they could start the train. And so we were stuck there even longer until oh. they found this fucking guy. <laughs> and we're getting there. And I remember I was with my buddy, Chris Welty. And uh, I was living with him at the time. He was just like taking over. And I he was a mover. And he was drinking a, like a giant Mountain Dew. And he always had Gatorade in the house. It was like weird. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, you move. And then you drink some water sometimes. He's like, ah, I don't drink water. I was <gasps> like, I was like, you got to drink water, dude. I was like, and he's like, nah, I don't like it. And I'm like, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm a very hydrated person. I always drink water. And I'm drinking this water and in front of him before we go, just chugging it because I know it's going to be a long ride and it's hot. It's the middle of summer. We finally get to the concert. I miss... Ryan Bingham in my morning jacket. I'm very mad. Uh, Wilco's on stage. I'm like, all right, I need a beer. I'm losing my mind. And the beer line is like, it's a poorly run show on top of the path train not working. And the, the beer line's like fucking 40 minutes. And I remember, and I'm like, I'm waiting in line. I'm going to get two beers, two waters for me and Wealthy. And then I see him 
I, I see him of a sudden. He's like, can you get me a water? And I was like, sure, no problem. Like I'm already planning on it. And then, uh, and then I see, and then he's gone. And then I'm like, what the fuck happened? I finally get my be- our beers and and the and the two waters. And then I just see him passed out on the ground with a medic next to him. And I just hand him a water. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you home. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, I was like, I've spent, I've, I've already, I lectured you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is what happens. You passed out. I told you. Like. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Well, you know, I got to keep his beer. Doesn't drink water. Well, he does now. You Thank God, Chris Welty. <laughs> I saw a guy, so I was on the L train, uh-huh. and um, it was pretty late at night, and so the L train has like a coming and a going train, yeah. and there's like one platform they share, right? So it was pretty late, and then I they stopped the train, and we're all like, man, fuck, like, come on, we gotta go. And then I just hear like, there's an emergency, and there's not that many people around, mm-hmm. right? And then I get out, and I hear... Like on the other side of the track, there's somebody caught underneath the wheel Oh, yeah. on the other train and they've been stuck. And it's one of those things that if you move the tracks, they're going to like their body's going to split. They'll die immediately. They're called spinners. Yes. So yes. I see like it's literally like two cops that were already down there. I know what you're, it was. At, it was at bed. It was at Bedford. Bedford yes. Yeah. I was around when that happened. I actually saw I was hosting a show with Kissel at the trash bar right around the corner and one of the comics who was super late showed up like white as a ghost yeah and he was just told me about what he had just saw and then it was all over the news and stuff it was this was a crazy story we this kind of stuff train this yeah you probably were on the same train so like they were like i from what i heard correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. not to tell your story for you tell this story Eddie. um there was two dudes fighting on the train i didn't know this yeah there, the two dudes they were fighting on the train and then the doors opened and the scuffle like moved to the the middle to the Bedford stop and where like it's one of those where the landings in the middle and the trains are on the sides. Yeah. And so they're fighting there and then the fight happens and they they both fall off into the tracks and they're like still fighting down on the tracks and the Fuck. train starts to come and then one one guy gets up and runs away and then the other guy gets halfway up and then the train comes while he's like halfway coming up and so the train like like grabs him and the his body just starts spinning along the side where the where it's trapped. Yeah. And so the bottom of him is just gone, but the top is there, and it's like the train and the side is like holding his guts in. That's and right. He's like if, fucking screaming. If and you shit. move the train, then he's, he's gonna dead. die. And so they like they were trying to find his family so they could come and say goodbye to him. I saw them bring a cell phone down there. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. So they can like say goodbye to him before they move the there was nothing they could do before yeah. they moved the train and all of his fucking insides fell out. Just fell out. Yeah. I saw them like bring the cell phone. I saw these two cops just look so bewildered. And if you're a New York City cop mm-hmm. looking bewildered, I know some shit's going on. Yeah. And I heard him. I heard his death rattle and I saw them bring the cell phone and like hop down mm-hmm. and I said alright I gotta run to my show this is fucking crazy yeah. and as soon as I walk out of the subway that's when I saw the police tape come through Yeah. so like no one was allowed in or out after that mm-hmm. I mean you can come out but like not in Yeah. and I was like whoa yeah, <laughs> this no, was that is, fresh yeah. now, I remember talking to a cop about it and then the cop said yeah we call them spinners damn like there's a name for that cause they just wow 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 like they, a looney tune cause they spin around the side until the bottom of them is gone fucking Crazy. Wow. Public transit. Public transit. <laughs> but you can get anywhere you want for a dollar fifty. Yeah. And I remember and you know, the one thing I hate about like, you know, it, it's when it comes to the subway and public transit, there's you know, there's the police 
and the police factor of it, which, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you hate that they're there, but if they're not there, then it'd be complete chaos. There's a part of Hollywood where the cops, like, they don't show up. And I was walking around there because there's a really nice restaurant there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, why does it feel really dangerous right now? And Mm -hmm. I go in the restaurant and they're like, don't come here on your feet. Like, you got to drive. You can't take public transit here. Yeah. They said somebody was shot. Somebody was stabbed. This happened, like, last week. Oh. And I was like, okay. Katsuya? No, it was um, Musso and Franks. Ah, Musso and Franks. It was delicious. They know death. (laughs) That's one thing I know about that. That's right. Do you remember Khalif Browder, the kid who uh, got arrested for no reason on the subway because someone thought that he was the kid that robbed them two weeks earlier? And didn't he go into, like, confinement, solitary, and, like, Obama... Like he died in solitary confinement and then Obama was like, no more. Well, he didn't die in solitary. Here's here's exactly what happened. I looked up the story right before I came because I remember I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um. So he got arrested because it's illegal to like have your backpack on the seat. And so they arrested him for that. And then someone brought and then they brought him into a lineup where this guy was trying to find the person who stole his backpack two weeks earlier. And then he falsely identified Khalif Browder no. as the kid who stole his backpack. And he was already arrested for having his bag on a seat. So they sent him to Rikers. He gets there, gets the shit kicked out of him, uh, and then he fights back again. You know, it's like, you know, it's jail. It's yeah. And it's also like, it's Rikers. It's the most fucked up jail in America. And so, and he gets in a big fight there. And then, so they put him in solitary confinement. And then every time he gets out of solitary confinement, and like, he's already like a mentally fragile person before this shit. And then, so solitary confinement, he's in there for 700 days. <gasps> and- he can't even get trials. Trial keeps getting pushed back. His parents, he's so his family's so broke they can't afford uh they they can't afford to uh bail him out or anything. So he's stuck in solitary for so long because he's gotten to a couple fights while he's in jail, which is someone who's been to jail uh is inevitable. Yeah, it happens. And um and so he finally realized that what was happening, Obama stepped in eventually when the story got to him and he got him out. And he was living out for like, uh, you know, at the projects with his family for, I think, like, I don't know, almost a year. Mm -hmm. And then he just the PTSD from from Rikers Island and all the solitary confinement uh, and the daunting that he had to go back to trial again and stuff like that. He just uh, he hung himself. Uh, Outside, uh, he used his air conditioning unit. He hung himself with the fucking cord. And uh, jumped out the window and let the AC catch him. So he like hung with his body like outside of the fucking. You know what that says to me that he did it outside was that he didn't want his mom to clean it up. Yeah. And he wanted, you know, you're also making a statement, you know, while you're doing it too. And, you know, so it's like, it's like, you know, that is like the ultimate like fucked up train story. You know, because yeah, because uh, a lot of times when New York had like a really evil police chief for a while, Bratton, his name was, he he like enhanced all of the like, he's the one who was behind stop and frisk and all this shit, and he enhanced a lot of the laws on the train and on the sidewalks just so he could fucking arrest more people and put them in jail. And was it specifically black people? Was yes. that his thing? Well, okay. I mean, and Brown, just like, you know, yeah. it was, and he, he tried to invent this law that was luckily shut down. Okay. That was called uh, blocking pedestrian traffic, 
which basically meant if you were standing on the street smoking a cigarette, you can get arrested. Whoa. And it, which is like also like a matter of opinion, you know, if it happened, it was just like a way. And so that didn't pass. And so he created stop and frisk, which was made basically meant you could just fucking frisk anyone who walks by. I was walking on the subway and it was me and a, like a, he wasn't, he was like an Indian guy mm -hmm. and they'd stop and frisk him. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. And they, they just like, well, we have to stop and frisk you, sir. And I remember just being like, oh my God. Like, I got stopped and frisked once. Really? Yeah, it was it was very hilarious. Maybe because I'm female and they don't think I have anything. I don't know, but yeah. like, he got stopped, and it was so weird to see someone like right by me just get grabbed. It was very yeah. scary. It wasn't even like a stop and frisk for me. It was like a bag check. You seen those like the bag check station where it's just like they have like a they have like a table down on the subway, and then they make you check. And then I was on my way to a murder fish show, and I had like a bag full of dildos, and I had to like, explain <laughs> to them what the fuck was going on and shit. And so that was that was always a that was. A fun time uh but yeah you know i mean all right so we've been talking for a while uh you know there's a lot more to like you know the, obviously public transit exists you know in your town uh most likely there's a bus there's a trolley there's a gondola or something you could take yeah and it actually improves public infrastructure yeah and i have a bunch of pet peeves but i said like you know i've already with khalif browder you know like what's my pet peeve really like leaning against the pole like who gives a shit yeah, yeah, um yeah. but um i think we need some brighter sides to public transit just because i feel like we shat on it a lot but you and i both love it we love it here's a thing that's a positive every mm -hmm. and i said in, improves infrastructure what i meant to say every 10 million in capital investments yields 32 million in increased business sales with public transit. That's right. I mean, all the places closer to the train, they do well. You do the hotels do well. Mm -hmm. You're walking around. You go in this little shop. You're like, oh, I want to get a little Snickers bar or like maybe a little. I, I remember I was walking around downtown, like not downtown LA, but somewhere I took the subway. Yeah. And um, I got a little coconut with fresh coconut water. But if I was driving a car, I wouldn't have stopped in this business and given them money. Yeah. You know? There's lots of different um, cities that have trains. I, I so totally suggest you taking them. And if you traveling, it's summertime a lot of people are traveling and you're going to towns like dc or whatever make sure you get a hotel as close to the public transit as possible it's going to save you so much money in the yeah. long run and it's just going to make everything more convenient and you really get a grasp of the city chicago's got a decent a public transit system mm -hmm. um dc does uh who else boston's got one so make sure you take advantage of these things the bright line in florida i really can't suggest it enough yeah it's an unbelievable thing and they also have the tri rail down there so there's plenty of ways you could find to make sure you use these things uh if you live there definitely use them but if while you're on vacation i feel like is the best time san francisco has great public transit yeah uh and it's and the the bus system there is all electric it's beautiful and so it's 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 not bad for the environment and that's it's also one of the great things about public transit is it's so good for the environment Correct. And also, when I used to bartend in L.A., I would tell people, use public transit. People, I know you like to drive. Mm -hmm. You drive where you're from and you come in here, you think you can drive. People in L.A. drive crazy. Yeah. Or they drive their own specific way. And right? lots of people drive drunk, man. Yes. It's, it's, you, know, it's, you don't want to ruin your vacation and get hit by a drunk driver. Fourth of July is next week. There is a lot of people who drive drunk on Fourth of July and, and, and really like ruin other people's lives i hate it so make sure if you can take public transit it should be running um, oh and by the way i know we had like a lot of stories of negativity but i have taken public transit at least for over a decade 
three, four times a day, yeah. most times it's fine. Yeah. Also, you you know, great place to listen to the brighter side, yeah. you know, is on public transit. And that's yeah. where I get all my music and I I, I, I really catch up. On, like, um, if you're not underground, it's a great place to catch up on your emails. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's instead of driving to work and being all stressed out and paying attention to the wheel, you get to just fucking sit there and read a book, read a book, write some jokes if you do that sort of thing. Um, it's very cheap. Net. You get a, you get a sense of community. I, you know, taking the train in New York, the buskers were unbelievable. I loved, I mean, I don't, I didn't like, I don't like the Showtime guys, but I like the bands. Oh yeah. Like the entertainment. The down entertainment there. down there is wonderful. Like the stumble bum band was unbelievable. I saw them on the train a bunch. Yeah. You know, it was like, I, I was hip to a bunch of cool music. You said, remember the, remember that like kid prodigy who would always play the piano at Union Square. That shit was fucking amazing. I love the child prodigy. Yeah. It's wonderful, this little kid. You know their parents beat them into doing this every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's great. Yeah, he's great. So many conversations I've gotten in the subway that were so enriching mm -hmm. with people that look nothing like me that oh, I would have yeah. never spoken to unless we were sitting sort of adjacent on a train. I had one moment where I was I was riding the train and it was like slowly pulling into the station and like, you know, on the subway, you, you get on against the doors like and you get ready to get off because you got to go do something else in a little bit. And there is a I remember riding the train, I was slowly pulling in the G and it was like me and some fucking dude who did not speak English and we're just sitting there and as we're slowly pulling in, we see like a person like head to the toe dressed like full on clown makeup, <laughs> like just full on clown. And he was like kind of leaning against the post trying to hit on a chick. And then we both saw it, looked at each other and just started cracking up. And it's like a moment that I live, that I'm going to remember forever. That's you know, so it's going to be like, it's like, it's, it was a great moment, yeah. you know, and there's so many great things that like you, like remember the guy who would play the saxophone like a lunatic and he had like big alien eyes and he'd just be like, I'm an alien. Yes. And he played the saxophone. All I love that fucking guy. I love that Where guy. Where are you going to see that guy? You know? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, and so it, it, it's so many creative uh, people that you could find uh, on the subway. Absolutely. Yeah. The buskers. And um, what's it? Here's, here's something fun. Uh, you can hold it over people's heads. You know, I'm doing something for the world. I'm taking the train. I'm, you know, I'm not contributing to traffic or pollution or all this shit. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. you just get off the train. You don't have to park your car. Nope. I don't have to pay for gas. Parking. Insurance. Parking. Yeah. Do you know you have to register your vehicle, Ed? Yes. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah, you have to get year. the tires rotated, Absolutely. smog check. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking- Too much. It's all- Cars suck. I don't like them. Yeah, they're pain in the fucking ass. I would rather hear a man die once every 10 years. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that could happen in the car. That could way more happen, way more likely to happen in the car. There are way more car accidents than train accidents. I know that much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend got, she got in a, in a car accident mm -hmm. and like it kind of fucked her life up a little bit. Oh, for sure. And like he's trying to counter sue her. I think he was a rich kid. Yeah. He ran a fucking red light and now he's trying to counter sue her. He's uh, a teenager and his, yeah, his mom thing, is. Yeah, what sucks with that though is if you got a fucking high powered attorney, you know, there's a good chance you're going to win. Yeah. You know, even though he fucked her up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a nightmare. 
And so, and yeah, tickets and all that shit. No. Fucking, you don't have to deal with any of that. You Strong just get on the train and you go where you're going to go. Get off the train. And you get off the train and you find your way. I used to drive in LA and the straw that broke the camel's back is I had a show in like Koreatown in LA and I was driving around trying to find a parking spot and that was time was coming up for my spot, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, my I'm about to go up. I'm just going to like park way down here. It's dark. No one's going to see it. I'll run in. I'll be out in 20 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. I got a $50 ticket Ugh. how what it was in a dark street at like 9 30 p.m fuck all that shit how um when you said the straw broke the camel's back i meant to think like what the fuck does that even mean oh, and uh, right. so i looked it up real quick and in case you know the straw that broke the camel's back is an arabic proverb about how a camel is loaded beyond its capacity to move or stand and its reference is to any process that's catamus so it is the last straw yeah. That broke the camel's back. You've never it. heard no. straw that broke the camel's back? I've heard it, but I never like, I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it means. <laughs> that's um, what it means. But uh, this has been the brighter side. This has been the brighter side of public transportation. Thanks for sitting here with me, Amber, and rapping about this shit, yeah, telling some you, old Ed. stories. I hope we didn't scare you away from using the subway in New York. Um, it's It really is the best way to travel while you're in town. Yeah. Um, it, it has its flaws, but you know it ain't worse than the fucking traffic. That's for goddamn sure. Sitting in traffic and just like sitting there, like I would rather be standing or moving. I got to move. Yeah, yeah. At least like sometimes when I'd be stuck on like or waiting for the train that didn't come, I would just like walk up and down the uh, the, yeah. the side just like burn time or it's like at least something. I'm gonna get some steps in or something you're burning way more calories yeah. I mean think of the hours like you sit in a car yeah and then you go sit in a job mm-hmm. that no I understand if you got children and shit you know you probably need a car you need a car if you have kids yeah you know I, I imagine or if you live in Arlington Texas you definitely need a car and no shade on Arlington Texas I'm but sure get that- a public transit system get a bus get a system fucking bus what's wrong with you why are you fucking hating on poor people who can't afford now they got to rely on Uber you know yeah. and it's like that shit is getting more expensive by the hour no and like L A has a bus system that runs like all electric all on its own track. Oh, Oh my God, it's the best. I, I love I took it. it today. It's great. It was wonderful. And it's safe and it just gets you from place to place and you're just fucking with everybody. I don't know. There's something about it that I, I really think is romantic. When people turn their nose up at the subway and they're like, I never take that. I lose respect for him immediately. I do. I met a man who lived in New York. He said he never took the subway. No. I He's mean, like, I would never take the subway. Fucking like, Keanu Reeves takes the subway. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. He was a cellist, Ed. Oh, well, a cello is hard to get. But I've seen those people. You've seen them there? I see plenty of cellos in the subway. They put a wheel on the bottom of it, and they fucking move that thing through, and they get it, they make it happen. And there you go. But I was like, even on your days off? He was like, yes, even on my days off. And I was like, fuck all. We just did a Zoom date. Yeah. That's it. Thank More Zoom dates before we have the first date. Amen. Amen. But bad dates was last week. That was last week. Um, Instagram. Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, The Brighter Side LPN. On Twitter, it's at Amber Smelson, at Brighter Side LPN. Follow them there. Um, 7-5, that is July 5th, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Classy night out at the Pack Theater. Get your tickets. You can find them on Eventbrite. Just go to Eventbrite and search Classy Night Out. We got Amber Nelson, Holden McNeely, Jackie Zabrowski, Brian Moses, and Julia Johns on the show that Henry and I host. And then if you can't make it to that or you want to come to both, Come see the brighter side live at the Pack Broadwater Theater. And um, that's going to be on Friday, July 21st at 9 p.m. Uh, and we got Jeff Ross and Nicole Buchanan on that show. And that's going to be amazing. And the Pack Broadwater Theater is um, 
at 6320 Santa Monica Boulevard. That's Santa Monica Boulevard and Cohanga, pretty much. So come check us out there. Burnerside Live on Twitch. Uh, our show there. Please check it out. It's getting more interesting every week. Um, on July 5th is our next episode. That's going to be on Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Friday. Uh, it's going to be at 6 p.m. And uh, we're changing the time of that so we can all make it to the Classy Night Out afterwards at Eight. Um, our next show after that is going to be on July 19th, um, and that will be back at our 8 p.m. start time, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, all on twitch.tv slash lastpodcastnetwork. Um, go ahead. Uh, if you got some time and you, and you haven't and you haven't checked it out yet, please go watch my movie, How America Killed My Mother, over at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. Uh, we're coming up on the seven-year anniversary of my mom's death in a couple of weeks. Oh, my god! How gosh. crazy is that? And uh, But I want you guys to check it out. It's a very important film, and uh, it, it's uh, it, 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 something that could happen to anybody. Uh, so check it out. Uh, watch it with your parents. Watch it alone. But uh, please give it, a, give, it a, give it a watch for me, if you don't mind. So it's HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. Um, how's uh, Spun going? What's going on there? Uh, Spun is going great. Yeah. And let's see. It's I called Someplace Underneath, in case you didn't know, folks. But it's, right. it's a killer show. It's it's unbelievable. It's so much fun to listen to. And that seems like the wrong adjective, but y'all <laughs> are amazing on it. And it's very entertaining. And it really is just fact-filled, well-researched show. Well, Natalie's so good at that. I mean, yeah. she's so good at like really delving into it. I mostly just, I don't want to say jokes because I have to honor the people that are missing. Yeah. But I bring a- Color you, commentary. Color commentary. That's right. And I do my own little research and I, I, I'm very invested in it. I love it. And um, we're also, both of us are on Patreon. Make sure you check us out there. Um, Amber's got a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Amber Smelson. What do you do on there? Um, it is mostly a way to support me as an artist. Also, I like, it's a lot of girly things, to be honest. Mm. Finding your right color that suits for you, how to cook a delicious, healthy meal. Do you organize your stones and gems? Yeah, how yes. to make rose water, things yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I'm at patreon.com slash Tunes, and it's mostly a place where I put all my music hobbies down. And um, I put out what I, one thing I like to do is I make playlists and I, I put them out there uh, and I make, I do Spotify playlists and Napster playlists. And now I do Apple playlists. Um, and I started this week with um, I just re uh, on last uh, Tuesday. This comes out on Friday, which is today. Uh, I released uh, on Patreon the Amber Nelson workout playlist. I love it. It's so fun. It, it, it's a it, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's very hard, and then it's like it starts with a little pump up music, and then it gets some good '90s, and then '80s hard rock, and then some current fucking punk and metal, and then and then we slide into a, a cool, uh, like a soul cool down into a jazz piece uh, area. So Namaste. please, please make sure you check that out. Um, also, if you are curious, I've done this a handful of times. I made like five of these, um, but if you want me to make a playlist for you i will uh but i charge fifty dollars uh as you should because you put takes, a lot of work into it, it. takes hours you yeah. know basically if you know i could just throw something bullshit together but like no i, I care about this i like the flow you know because i gotta pick all the songs and then i gotta make sure they flow together and make sure it's right for you it's right and so if you want a, as a gift for someone i've done some birthday parties i've done christmas gifts i've done valentine's day's gifts um if you got someone's birthday coming up that you want to if they're a fan and you think they'd appreciate it i i will make them a personalized playlist or a wedding if a you want to give a wedding gift to somebody i i mean honestly i'm amazing at uh 
at wedding. I did I did the whole my whole wedding. I, did, I, I didn't hire it. a DJ. Really? I didn't hire I did the whole thing myself. You had phenomenal music. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So if you want that kind of thing, make sure to DM me. I'll hook you up. Um and also uh most recently on the on the the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour, which is also hosted on my Patreon, um uh, coming out this week is a murder fist themed uh episode, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's a little chaotic. I hope you enjoy. Um, I'm going to be performing stand-up in August uh, 4th and 5th at Portland Helium and September 15th down in Orlando, Florida. I got some other dates coming out uh, soon, but um, tickets aren't on sale yet, so I can't announce them. Um, sticker giveaway happening. Gonna we got we got a pile of envelopes. So let's not forget. Um, down, but you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side Care of LPN PO Box four seven zero North Hollywood California nine one six zero three. We will take your self-addressed stamped envelope. We'll put a Brighter Side sticker in there, and we'll send it right back to you. And you can enjoy that for free because we love you and we love promoting the show. Um, if we send you two, I'd appreciate it if you put one in a bathroom or a coffee shop. Ooh. Um, thank you to our editor April. Um, Madeline, our wonderful photographer, Ryan, our technician, and Maddie, our social media guru. Thank you for everything you do. And Taking Us Out is a song that it was just on the Eddie Tunes to our Radio Hour Hip Hop Edition. Wow. Um, called Train Love by Your Old Droog, which is, you know, it's a good, uh, it's about, you know, so many hot people on the train. Is it about choo-choo trains or is it about a bunch of guys having sex with one woman? Because there is a song called Come On on a Train. Oh, right, the train. Right. Yeah, that's that's a different song. I listened to the gym and I was like, this is not about choo-choo trains. That's, I mean, they're called the 69 boys. Right. You know, it's I think they, you know, they, they, they're not hiding it. <laughs> Your old Drew is just talking about how sexy people can be sometimes. Oh, nice. I mean, honestly, when you're riding the subway, how many times are you like, I'm going to store that in my brain for oh later. i used to play this game it's, it's a little secret game and be like who would i fuck on here oh my god i used to play who, hottest person on the train and i would pick dudes sometimes yeah i was just curious and sometimes it'd be me sometimes <laughs> i'd be the hottest guy in the train you know but like you know i love playing that game who's the hottest person on the street that's right you know, you know what else is a fun train game i used to play yeah. for my own brain i was like all right so the world's over we're this the people on this train car survive. We have to restart society. Right. Who's the master? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who's who's foraging for food? You know, who's the janitor? Who's the scout? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. Well, I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening to the brighter side. Be good to yourselves and uh just fucking play it cool out there, folks. It's gonna be a hot summer. Train love by your old Droog. Enjoy it. Hershey even dead to being insane. Okay, when express on the A. I played the C low, real local with trips. Only thing better is a four, five, and a six. God damn, she was fine. All the time I press rewind in my mind. Wish she could be mine. Probably the flyest feline I ever saw on the D line. The dopest Ethiopian. World moving in slow motion when the door closes and she walks out, never to be seen again. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.